welcome back. Welcome back to week 10. Here we are, a little later than normal. Andrew had uh, some job duties. I had a parent meeting for our parent season. Teacher. Yeah, no, oh, parent, parent meeting, meeting for our season. Oh, for our season. Gotcha. So, what's our season going to look like amidst COVID? Yeah. Which, if you want to know, no one knows. We're following the Illinois Department of Public Health guidelines at Normal U High. What that means is no games. We are following the governor's authoritarian ruling. <laughs> that sucks, man. On high school How basketball. How pissed are you right now? I'm frustrated. Uh, our parents and players are more, but. Um, We'll Is see there how any chance yeah. that it opens up? Big big date. Big date for high school basketball fans. November 19th All right. is a big date because the IHSA, and we can move on to football, invited a representative from the governor's office and a representative from the Illinois Department of Public Health's office to their meeting that day to try and get in the same room and talk. They won't send a representative. Mark it down. If you were betting on it, they, those those offices do not send a representative because they want to be horrible human beings like they have been. Anyways. Heard it here first. You heard it here it first. Is. Yeah. Classic Democrats, am I right? You guys want to get me <laughs> fired up. We can do a whole podcast on J.D. Pritzker. Uh, I'm kidding for you liberal listeners. There better be none. <laughs> there's, there's definitely some. I'm kidding. <laughs> um. I mean, the guy from India... Who knows? Definitely. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows his political leanings? Um, Back to right. fantasy football. <laughs> fantasy football. Our so, picks last week. Yeah. Uh, Jake had a good comeback. He is now tied for second place with Andrew. Whoa. I'm still two wins ahead. Whoa. 66 wins for me, 64 for both of you. It's getting tight. That it is. I'm going to take my picks a little bit more serious this week then. All right. Um... <laughs> well, we're going to start with, let's start with some trades. We had five total trades. Holy cow. Two in the Champions League. Big ones. Two big ones in Champions Huge League. Huge ones. Andrew, you know. I was in one. Yep. Yes. And then three in the Super League. Um, we'll start with the Champions League. First trade, uh, Mike, 19-point Davis, received DJ Chark, Marquise Brown, Travis Kelsey, and he sent away Will Fuller and Josh Allen. You don't see Travis Kelsey traded that often. No, you don't. Mm-mm. So High that's a demand. big thing. Yeah, and uh, did he get what he could have gotten? No. No. I because didn't. he could have, if he would have waited until 8 o'clock Saturday evening, yeah. I would have given him way more. Yep. It, uh, yeah, he could have gotten, he could have gotten more. Did it get him a win? Yeah, and he won. Yeah, both won, right? They both won. I think so. Yeah. Um, I personally think Mike nineteen point Davis clearly won. I texted him as soon as I saw it. I said, "Well done. That was a great trade." Yeah, y- you are amazing. Travis Kelsey is great. His team is great. He has the best he, tight end. I do have a concern for Mike nineteen point. Oh Davis. yes, there's concerns. There's concerns but there. when you have the best tight end by a lot, it's clear gap and. Two of potentially the best running backs, assuming health. Yeah, but now, like, okay, his the if you're going to beat Mike 19-point Davis, you're accepting the running backs are going to go crazy. Yeah. You, you his receivers and quarterback, you just got to you got to beat him there. You got to kill him there. Yeah. yeah. And then he traded away Josh Allen, who's a good fantasy quarterback, probably top yeah. five, and then one of his 
two average receivers. Will Fuller's not elite. He's consistent, though. He's consistently scoring 14 points. Yeah. Sure, but That's, I, I, man, so he traded him away is what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yes. Yeah. He's replacing him with A.J. He's got A.J. Green, Joe Burrow, and... Uh, I mean, he picked up and, Chark and Brown. Those are who he's... Yeah, Chark and with. Brown, come on now. Chark's got a lot of question marks yeah. in Jacksonville. I think, I'm going to say this, Mike 19-point Davis's team is easier to beat now. There's more opportunities for, for very low floors. Where he has three pretty much guarantees studs, but he has more opportunities yeah. for duds. Yes. But those three studs, assuming McCaffrey can get healthy again, those three studs are posting him 60, 75 points easy? Hope they don't get hurt. Yeah. Oh, Hope yeah, they yeah. don't have a bad game. Well, Christian McCaffrey... Dig it. Dig it hurt. <laughs> yeah, but he's got Mike 19. Yeah, he does. Um, Point Davis. But anyways, I don't know. I, I just, I, I question So do you that. give the win to Teddy KGB? Do you um, think his team got team better. Won? His team got better. Okay. Teddy's team got better. He got Will Fuller. And he uh, had Gronk there to Good quarterback. And he, and he loses in the tight end, but he can prove two other positions. He loses, but not as much. I mean, it's still, I mean, going from Kelsey to anyone's big. But he has a easy Bill. Yeah, I, and I'm He's also not playing little, the waiver wire. I'm a little bitter because I was all day gonna get Kelsey in my mind, and then this trade got snaked from me last minute. Derrick Henry. So I am a little bitter. Good. I am a little bitter. Well, the next trade has you in it, and I think you want it. Let's look at it. Man, I'm nervous. Amari Cooper, opinion. Todd Gurley, Mike Evans traded to digs in a blanket. Josh Motsky. and then traded to. Our very own fantasy football team, Andrew McDowell, Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, Terry McLaurin, and the Philadelphia defense. My first question, you had Eckler at the beginning of the season, I yes? Did. I drafted him. Yeah. You drafted him, <laughs> yeah. okay. And I traded him for Gurley. Full circle. Traded him you for traded Gurley. from Gurley, yep. and then you just traded Gurley away for him. Essentially. I like that. I, it's actually, I really like that. He got rid of him. I would rather for a have play, Eckler and then you got him back when he's coming back. You'd rather have what? I'd rather have Eckler than Gurley. But you had Gurley plugged in there through most the whole of his time injury. he was out. Yeah. Um, what do you? Think I want to hear your guys' thoughts because I didn't talk to anyone on this trade because I wanted to do it and I was scared that I was an idiot. Well, when I first saw it, I texted. And then you. your text me was. The, I was said, the first "Well time done." I, that was the first time I felt good about it. If if we were going off names alone, I would call you an idiot. That's scary, sure. right? For sure. But Amari Cooper is not the Amari Cooper that he was early in the season. Not because no, he of is. him. He's not he is who he is. Nope. His quarterback's not. Correct. That's yeah. He's not he's not gonna get the points that he put up early in the season. Mike Evans, uh I couldn't trade Mike Evans to anyone in our league. Yeah. Just so you guys know, I shopped him to all twelve teams at some point this oh, year. Oh, I would have no taken one it. wanted him. But here's the thing about him is that he's <laughs> not even really boomer bust. He's just like met or bust so far this year. Well, he's just nine weeks met. in, I mean, you yeah. got a pretty good indication. So I think getting rid of him was fine. And then Todd Gurley is so dependent on touchdowns. But he gets them. He gets them. So far. He's got eight. So far, but they're very, those are, vi- that's something that can very easily disappear. Sure. And if it does, then he's not a running back that you want. Eckler is going to get great volume when he comes back. If, but there's an if. He may not come back. You got to think he'll come back. And if he doesn't, they're two and six. Yeah. If he doesn't, though, you did get the best receiver in the the trade. McLaurin is the best. 
of those three this year, he's consistently scoring high teens. And no, I agree with McLaurin. He may not have the highest ceiling. Evans could get four touchdowns one game, mm-hmm. but his floor is negative four yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So this is this is. I texted Josh and I said, "Let's talk Eckler." I said, "Talk dirty to me." <laughs> and the memes that we sent back and forth are not not safe for work. Not something you want on your podcast. <laughs> um, the memes were interesting. And then I and then he he said, well, Aaron Jones and someone else, and I said, well, might, you might want to talk a little less dirty to me. <laughs> and uh, uh, anyways, we we went back and forth. And I I woke up the morning the trade was done, and I texted him. I said, I'm feeling dangerous today. I'll die on Austin Eckler's sword. I drafted him. I get the right to die on him. I'll do the deal. And I essentially decided that McLaurin was an upgrade. Mm-hmm. And uh, with this trade, I think I now have a better chance to potentially, if I make the playoffs, a better playoff team with Eckler, if he's back. If he's back, he may not be. Um, But also I felt good because I traded a touchdown-dependent running back, as you were saying, for another guy that's kind of a touchdown-dependent running back, Melvin Gordon. Yeah, Melvin Gordon is the only... Well, I would also like... Very questionable. I don't love very, Melvin I, Don't love Melvin Gordon. No, but if if you have to start him, you're like, okay. With the possibility yeah, not gonna, not of Eckler him. replacing him, it right. was worth it. Yeah. For sure. Um, that possibility, I also need to I think, I, I would agree, I think you do upgrade at wide receiver. I agree. Yeah. Needed um, that upgrade. What was the Philly defense thrown in there? I literally can't tell you. I didn't ask her Philly. He said, I'll throw Philly in. I said, he said, they're better than the uh, whoever I had, the Bears. And I said, well, they are better than the Bears. But just a little FYI, I'm about to drop Philly after this week. They, yeah. I don't like their schedule coming up yeah. defense-wise. Um, yeah, so uh, I think that obviously if Eckler comes back, you win the trade. If he doesn't, it's I lose the trade. Probably. I lose if he doesn't come back. I still, I don't because, know. Because I think worst-case scenario, it's a wash. Gurley's better, but not like You're crazy better. Where McLaurin, you uh, weren't going to start no, both of those. You're, I starting, starting one. Yep. you're starting A-Rob and Fulgum yep. over Evans and Cooper. So you only needed one receiver Here, in replacement. Here's the other thing, the reason I did the trade. Who's got a buy this week? Amari Cooper, Todd Gurley. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. McLaurin. There you yeah. go. Who has a buy week 13? Mike Evans. Who doesn't? McLaurin. Yeah. yeah. So I... The only buy I have left is Allen Robinson as a, next week. As a fellow four and five person, I you gotta thank win you. Now. Beca- yeah, I gotta well, win I now. thank you though because now I know Josh isn't making playoffs. Here's mm. the thing. I think the risk. Josh was, isn't gonna like that. No, he's not. <laughs> the, the risk for you was worth the reward for sure. I think you have to admit there's risk. Eckler oh, there's not sure. come back. Eckler, yeah, yeah. And then you're sitting there with Melvin Gordon at running back, and you're not it, feeling great. If Eckler doesn't come back, I'll I'll, I'll be in the Super League. <laughs> it's le- for sure legitimately a uh, possibility. And now moving over to the Super League trades. The Sorry, first what? trade between Rothman United and Real Jay-Z. Uh, Rothman United receives Henry Ruggs III, inconsequential, and Chris Carson. And Real Jay-Z receives Jonathan Taylor, DJ Chark Jr. Yeah, so... Uh, I personally like the trade for Ben. I think Chris Carson is just, when he comes back and is healthy, he's just more of a sure thing than Jonathan Taylor, who is just constantly putting up meh games. I don't think he has like a real boom game this this year. 
he's just sitting right around. He's probably, I don't know what his average is, but his last three weeks, eight, not counting this one, he's at two, but eight, four, 13. It's just like, yep. you know, just, yeah. just nothing, nothing great. He's not going to win you a week. Could lose you a week. Chris Carson, though, uh, he was hurt that one game. But other than that, he's, he's been good. He's yeah. solid, yep. yep. And DJ Chark is not really anything. He's on Real Jay-Z's team. He is wide receiver five, potentially six, depending on the matchup. Yeah. So he's not going to use him. Yeah, Real is really hoping for Jonathan Taylor to pick things up. I got news yes. for you. And he has a good upcoming He's yeah. not. No, he's not going to. I don't know if he's going to. That's my either. I, I'm gonna make a big hot take. No, Green Bay. He could put up points against, but he's losing maybe Tennessee a lot of snaps too. Yeah, he's not Wilkins. being productive. You know, and and yeah, you got, you got these rookies. They aren't productive. I mean, come on now. Yeah. So I would say that Ben probably won the trade. I agree. And Henry Ruggs, you never know. He could turn it on and be really good. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, there's two targets a game. I almost picked him up. He's getting like two or three targets yeah, a game, and I left him on the waiver wire and went Randall Cobb instead. That's what I think about Henry Uh Rons. Next trade is Ben gets Derek Carr, sent away Austin Hooper. To CZFC. Yeah. Needed a quarterback, needed a tight end. There you go. You do a trade. Yep. Pretty simple. Not much to discuss on that one. No. Then we got My White Tornadoes receiving Miles Gaskin. In sending Brian Hill and Mike Williams to Sam's soccer team. Does Sam have Todd Gurley? I do not know. I want to say he does. Uh, even still, I think when Miles Gaskin is healthy, he's a solid play. Solid mm-hmm. play. Yeah. Just, he, I think he's and got it's a not high, that touch high floor, low ceiling. He's going to get you what you yeah. want him yep. to get. And it's not a touchdown dependent like Gurley. Yep. Correct. He's going to get you yards, and if the t- yep. he gets the touchdown, it's a bonus. Yep, it's a bonus. But I also like Mike Williams a lot this year. I think with Herbert slinging it, he's a he's a good. He did ha- has had some stinkers. I was going to say, how's he been doing? Uh, 10, 18, 1. So that one will hurt you yep. if you start him. Yep. So he's Mike Evans. Yeah. Is he better than Mike Evans? Maybe. <laughs> he's got a. He's cheaper than Mike he's Evans. Cheaper than Mike Evans. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Mike Evans says Tom Brady, and you don't want him. No, like I trust me, I want Mike Evans, but I had him for nine weeks, and the the demand for Mike Evans in our league is so yeah. low. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm saying this right now. Terry McLaurin, I'm, I'm going back to my trade. <laughs> Terry McLaurin for me, he has a, a tryout for next year. If he if he shows up, I'm targeting that man next year. And I'll tell you right now, after owning Mike Mike Evans this year. I'll be caught dead before I draft him next year. Dead. We'll not touch Mike Evans. All right. I'll say that. That's fair. And McLaurin, he's good. I like him. Sorry, I got on my trade. I got him back on All right, let's trade. move into. Let's, yep, move into the picks. Uh, first up is myself, Colonel Moster, and uh, uh, Wesley. Compass Liga. We have, uh, I'm 6-3, and three, per- currently projected at 95. Wes is 4-5. and five. Sitting in seventh place and projected at 87. I want to say that 87 is above my original projection, so I'm doing well. <laughs> Tannehill's, Tannehill's off to a decent start. Yeah, and he should have had a 60-yard touchdown pass to A.J. Brown, but he dropped it. Ooh. So, yep. 
Now, so I'll go ahead and hop in on this one. Yep. Um, I have lost every odd week. Weeks one, three, five, seven, nine. Okay. And I've won every even week. Two, four, six, eight. I like that. Yeah. This week eight. Two, ten. four, six, two, four, six eight. eight. Yeah, You're four and five. Yeah. Yep. And so I'm going to go out on a limb and say I'm going to win this week. I also like it because your two best receivers, Julio Jones and Tyreek Hill, are on a bye. You caught me on a good week. And all of your running backs have real big question marks. Yes, Raheem is out. Mixon and Carson, doubtful. Mm-hmm. Mixon didn't practice again today after three weeks off. Come on, man. Yeah. Get on that field. And guess what? Mixon doesn't play. Guess who plays for me? Giovanni Gio. Bernard. What if Mixon does play? Who are you going with? Yeah, I don't know yet. Okay. Got a real ugly bench. <laughs> Kenyon Drake might be back. And also, I like the I like the uh, matchups for my receivers: Cooks, Landry, and Schuster. I'm excited for those three this week. And Baltimore's defense goes for 17 plus points every week. It seems like they're a- actually yeah. averaging 17. They're going over that this <laughs> yeah. week. So Jake, that's why I'm picking myself. Jake, who are you taking? I'm... I'll settle the tie. You know what? I'm going to pick myself. Uh, you were never not going to pick yourself. <laughs> well, here's the deal. Personally, I don't think Carson's going to play. I don't think Mixon's going to play. That hurts. I'm going to slide McKinnon in there. Say what you will. He got used last week. Probably won't get used this week. You don't even need to win this week. You're in the playoffs. I know I don't need to, but I I want to. Well, I still need to. I still need to. This is... Who are you picking? Sorry. I'm picking me. This is shaping up, listeners, to be the biggest fraud of the season. Jake not needing to win... Not gonna. He's not gonna grind to fill a second running back when those guys don't play. He's just gonna let that let that go empty. He's not gonna drop Alshon Jeffrey and pick up a running back. He's not gonna drop Homer and pick up a running back. He he might actually slide Homer in there just to throw. I think Jake throws this week to get Wesley to five and five, so that those two are in the Champions League after Jake beat me last week. Throws this week, Wesley wins. Get yeah, five and five. While we were gone, we decided one of us happened. has to be in the Super League. Well, you both beat and me this week. And we voted you out. You both beat me this <laughs> this year. Wes went above his projections. Jake went above his projections. They play each other. Jake's guys are on by. They're all beat up. I know what's going on. So you're going with me then? I'm taking you. I see what's going on. <laughs> um, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. That mix and geo flip could be huge. Oh yeah, yeah. That, if that flips, if that flips, that seals it in my opinion. If Mixon plays, I wouldn't well, say. Well, no, yeah. this is Tyler Lockett forty point week is the only kicker because he's been dud dud. Now he's going huge. That's mm. his. That's his mo. Um, all right, next game: Borussia Fortmund and chasing mediocrity. Uh, Borussia Seth is four and five, sitting in sixth place, projected at ninety nine. Chasing Mediocrity, Dakota, 3-6. and six, In last place, projected at 97. Seth needs to win. Both need to win. Yeah. Seth has to win. Every um, week is, from now on. When you're 4-5, and five, it's, it's, yeah, you got to oh, win. It's, and there's 6, 7 teams, 4-5. and five. It's, it's tight. Tall. It's real tight right now. Uh, 
I am going to pick. This is a tough one. It is. It is a tough one because. It's coming down to the defense. Well, that's bad I defense. hope not. <laughs> um, Here's. Go I'm, I'll make. A I'll pick. go ahead. Borussia Fortman is going to win because of receiver targets. Cup, Allen, Godwin get a lot of targets. Specifically Cup and Allen. They got 20-plus targets some games. It's insane. And Allen's going up against Miami, and Cup's going up against Seattle. Those are juicy. They're going to get a lot of targets, a lot of receptions, and Kyler Murray is insane. He's so good, and he's going up against Buffalo. I saw a thing today that said Kyle, or that compared Kyler Murray to Alvarez MVP. Yeah, yep. And he was Kyler Murray's better. That yeah, more touchdowns, better passer rating, which is actually not great. <laughs> Neither of their passer ratings. Right. Were, it was like seventy. He was like seventy-seven. Um, I'm also going to take Borussia Fortman here. His low Kyler Murray's reasons. lowest game twenty-three twelve. He's had three games over 30. Two of them were the last two games they played. Yeah, and I think Keenan is going to get targets. Godwin scares me. David Montgomery, I think, hits his projection, and J.K. Dobbins, I think, goes over. Oh. And then also Cooper Cup, I think, has a big game against a miserable Seattle defense. I picked mediocrity last week to knock off our number one seed. That was the biggest blowout of the week. He got blown out. <laughs> I think I'm going to grab him here. I think I'm going to grab him here. I like Aaron Rodgers against Jacksonville. So I think that that Kyler Murray, who's for sure oh, unbelievable. I'm not saying anything negative against Kyler Murray. I think Aaron Rodgers can keep pace this week against Jacksonville. I actually like his running backs. You like Frenette? Um, compared to David Montgomery, sure. Sure. Okay. And and yeah, his running backs are better. Whichever D. Leonard, jo- Leonard Fournette had one carry last week. Okay, then we'll just say Chase Edmonds instead of Fournette. Well, yeah, but Chase whichever. Yeah. But whichever D. Johnson plays, I like better than Dobbins. <laughs> and and you know, I don't know what happens if Kenny Galladay shows up playing. I don't think he's going to. What if he shows up playing? But if he does, then that is a different team. I I just think uh, I'm gonna go. I'm giving mediocrity here. All right. One because Sess ahead of me, and I need mediocrity to win. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Diggs in a blanket in Rothman City. Josh Diggs is sitting at four and five, currently in tenth place, and projected at one oh three. Rothman. Uh, Luke slash Alex, five and four, sitting in third place, projected at 95. Is Chubb playing? Yet to be determined. I don't know, he came back to practice. Because that projection includes Nick Chubb playing. It's true. If he doesn't, he's got to slide in. He can put McKissick there and put in Mooney at eight points. Or Gus at six. It's not great options from there. I think he plays. I think Chubb I think I Chubb think. goes. Okay. Give oh. me digs in a blanket. Give me digs in a blanket as well. 
I'm going to go Diggs. Receivers. Let's say Chubb plays. Thielen has posted two three-point games. Dogs. And Dogs. now he's playing Chicago. Yep. That's not happening. Beasley has been relegated back to where he should be now as, that John Brown's back. As I, said, after, as I said, as I said. After I took him his hot takes. As I said. last two weeks, he's put up three and five. Brown's back. He is now. I mean, he's no longer that. He's Cole Beasley. Yeah, he's Cole Beasley. He's Cole Beasley. And so, Diggs in a blanket. He's got it. I mean, his team. Give me Diggs. Give me a huge Mike Evans week. Make me look stupid for training. No, I think he hits his projection exactly. He's going to get 103. He's just going to win. It's just going to happen. All right. Well, I mean, honestly, like, we're a quarter and a half in, and we can see, like, Derrick Henry has to have a good week for. Yeah, he's only got 4.8. I don't think he's going to. Diggs, I think, is going to have a good week. So, yeah. Going with Diggs. Diggs all around. All right, Teddy KGB and Andrew's fantasy football team. Corey, Teddy KGB is 4-5, and five, sitting in 11th place, projected at 102. Andrew, after his big trade, 4-5, and five, 8th place, projected at, and we'll round up to 112. One thing I want to say about the projections, the last four weeks, our league as a whole is averaging 94 points. Yeah, it's been ugly for me. There's the been so weeks. many tanks. Yeah. And the and the big games are, ooh, they scored 110. Yeah, no, if you get over 100. Me and Jake were texting last week, and I said, if you get 90, you beat me. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I don't think I'm getting 90. He got 111, just so everyone <laughs> knows. But. Second half. So projections are lock. meaning really nothing this year. They're really nothing this year. Uh, Drew Locke had 30 points last week. No, it was so funny. I, like, picked up Big Ben just so you couldn't. Yeah. You ended up with 25. You still would have won. Yeah. But. And then Drew Locke went crazy, and I was like, okay. It was amazing. Um, anyways, who are you guys picking here? I am picking... Ooh. I'm picking fantasy football team. I'm picking fantasy football team because of the receivers, and Aaron Jones is the best running back in this matchup by a long shot, in my opinion. Miles Sanders isn't getting 16 points. No way. Fantasy football team for the win. Jake? I am also going to take you. Um, but I think it's close. It's going to be closer than, than the current projection. I think Will Fuller, I think, has a good game. So it's supposed to be cold and windy. Real windy. Not so fast, my friend. Oh, <laughs> Not so fast, my friend. I'm taking, uh, yeah, I'm taking Teddy KGB here. Um, Let me just tell you something about fantasy football team. He's got a bunch of guys that are allergic to the end zone. Last week, we had a receiver with 11, receiver with 8, a running back with 12, running back with 10, tight end with 10, flex with 10. Yeah, get in the end zone. Let's get those up to 16. But they don't get the end zone. We don't find the end zone. So unless McLaurin shows up and lights a fire in this locker room, we're a 90-point team. I don't care what projections say. We score 90. Sign me up for 90. I got to win with 90. I don't think I went with 90 this week. Teddy KGB. All right. Have fun in the Super League. <laughs> See you guys there. <laughs> uh, all right. FC Forto and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. 
That was just you guys know that was for content. I, I, I think I'm going to win, but that was, for, <laughs> that was for the listeners. That was for content. Um, FC Forto Max is sitting at five and four in fourth place, uh, projected at ninety seven. Jonathan Taylor Thomas four and five in ninth place, and projected at one hundred three currently, with AJ Brown and Jonathan Taylor going, neither of whom doing very well. No, they are not. However, I'm still going to pick Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I think A.J. Brown's still going to get a touchdown, save his day. It's still the second quarter. And Hopkins is going to do well. Robinson's top five guy this year. Um, However, Jacobs and Lindsey, not feeling this week. And is Alan Lazard back? Is Adams going to lose a couple targets? Maybe. Uh, maybe. He's still going to be great. But, but is he going to be posting so 30 or is he going to be posting 20? Yeah, no, that's a huge swing, though. You, yeah, that's you huge. You love both, that's 10 points. Yeah. Yeah. How many games has he played with Lazard, though? What week did Lazard get hurt? I'm not sure. Because Early. first game he put up 34, week one, and then week two he put up five, but I think he got hurt midweek. Alan Lazard... Played the first three weeks, and his points, 16, 6, and 23. Yeah. So he was taking stuff away. But, well, week one he didn't, and week two Adams well, got hurt. he could have got 50. <laughs> Good. True. <laughs> Is this a Chris Godwin, Mike Evans but thing of last year? Adams had 17 targets week one with Lazard. I, I don't think Lazard matters in the least for uh, for Adams. So you taking Max? Yeah, I'm going to take Max here. I think he... Outperform I am and Tua. Tua last week had did he looked good. He's only gonna get better. Hawkinson, I think, is a solid play for for Detroit, and uh, I think Woods has a great week against Seattle. So currently, I mean, AJ Brown obviously could finish with a great game, and Jonathan Taylor won't probably, but could. Uh, but I'm still gonna go. I'm going to go Max here. I've reached the point in Pick'em where I'm going to start picking for what I want to happen. I right. like that. Um, you know, we're entering week 10, and I got a lot of people I'm you competing with. You got a dream with. now. Yeah, I got a lot of people I'm competing with for a playoff spot. And for some reason, I feel like it's me or Nick. I don't think it's both of us. I think it's either or because we play each other one more time this year. And I also play Max. So Max is going to win this week, and then I'm going to beat Max next week. So it's going to even itself out, and it's going to be good for my playoff hopes. Oh, poor Corey Wesley. Davis. Oh, uh, yeah, his brother died. Did you know that? No. Corey Davis? Yeah. So In our prayers. shot Corey. of him crying on yeah. the sideline. Yeah, that's... But he's still showing up. Yep. Did you pick? Yeah, I picked Jonathan okay. Taylor Thomas. All right. Next up on the list is... Jurgen and Mike, 19-point Davis. Uh, some may say that these are two of the best teams facing off here. And they are, probably. <laughs> uh, Jurgen Casey is 4-5, and five, uh, sitting in fifth place, projected at, we'll round up to 113. Mike, 19-point Davis is 7-2 and two in first place, projected at 99. Thoughts. Kelsey's on a bye. Kelsey's on a bye. I go Jurgen. McCaffrey's not playing. I go Jurgen. 
because Mike Dainty Point Davis is too reliant on three players, as I said earlier. Give me Jurgen. I would I would love to be dependent on those players right now. <laughs> For sure. I'm also going Jurgen. Uh for those reasons, but also his players have decent matchups. The Vikings aren't going to be able to throw the ball, so Cook's going to have to take everything. He's probably not going to score 47 points, but he's still going to do well. You said that last week. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the key he needed, the, the push he needed. Yeah. Lamar Jackson's going to have a good game. They're going to get the ball a lot. They're going to shut down New England. And they're going to have so many opportunities. He'll just be able to hopefully rack up some fantasy points. Jurgen for the win. Jake? I'm also taking Jurgen. Um, for the, all the same reasons that you guys said. I don't think Chark has a good game. Um, Mike 19 Point Davis could, but I don't think he hasn't been great the last f- four weeks. So I'm. Who, who hasn't? Mike. Mike 19. He, Mike he has scored 100. Oh, Mike Davis. Yeah, not Mike Okay. Davis. I think he has scored 130. Six. Yep. Yeah. 10, so, 6, 8, 6. So, yeah, I'm going Jurgen here. I think DK and Thomas have a great game. Yep. So. And Cook and Hunt and Judy and Henry. <laughs> so the whole team. The whole team. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that does it for the Champions League. We'll bounce over to the Super League. Rothman United playing Jones United. Hmm. Rothman is 4-5 and five in 7th place, projected at 109. Uh, Jones United, 7-2 and two in 3rd place, projected at 95. Uh, and Wes is Why? crying because they did. Was that an end around? It was a handoff to tight end. Yeah. yeah. Throw the ball. Just the play worked. Right in. It did. Well, that's not what matters. My team matters, <laughs> I Tannehill. I couldn't agree more with that statement. Um, all right. And uh, I'm going to take Ben this week. Um, I think that he's playing. Brady on the perfect week because Julio and Tyreek Hill are out. Brady also has George Kittle on his bench. Not in the IR slot, just sitting on his bench. Like a true professional manager That's, a, right that's there. the most Super League thing I've ever heard. <laughs> um, and he's, <laughs> well, he started Tennessee over Chicago. I don't need to hear anything else. Give me, give me Rothman, <laughs> Rothman United. Aaron Jones goes crazy for Jones United. But give me Rothman. Yeah, Rothman United. Because even if Carson doesn't play, I really like McKissick. I think he's going to do well in that flex spot if needed. Same here. Rothman United sweeps it. Brady, you don't listen to the podcast, so no one cares. Last week we all stuck together in Super League, and we got five wins. Oh. Oh, hey. We picked this league well. We do. Yeah. There's a lot more... Differentiation in this league. Yeah, there is. Yep. QB Atletico and Puck City. Puck City. Puck City's going to win. Puck City. Uh, <laughs> well, we got to give the listeners yeah. a little more uh, than that. So, uh, QB Atletico is 3 and 6 in 10th place, projected at 90. Puck City, 7 2, second place, projected at 107. 
He has A.J. Brown going, who still just has one reception for 21 yards. But he has Juju Smith-Schuster, James Robinson, Will Birds, Kareem Hunt, Darren Waller, Robbie Anderson. He's got a good team. Uh, Quinton's just hurting a lot. The one thing he does have going for him is if Chubb plays, that could be really good for him. However, the other two in the running back position, I don't like more than Robinson and Hunt. I feel bad for QB Athletico because after this week, he has no choice but to look for the Constellation Championship. Yep. Because he's going to be 3-7 and seven and he's not making the playoffs. No, that's yeah. true. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah. Nope, that's, that's accurate. So a sweep with Puck City. Yep. All right, Dale FC and Sam's soccer team. Sam has... Sam's been getting some sneaky wins. Naheem Hines putting up 12 points right now. Uh, oh, but no. he is... Five... I, tried to, I tried to say about JTT. Uh, Sam is 5-4 and four in fourth place, projected at 97. Dale is 4-5, and five, projected at 115. Is this the high, highest projection in... That I've seen so far. Yep. And this is fourth and fifth going off against each other. Yeah, I'm... Going to take Dale here. Um, I think Devontae Adams, DK Metcalf, Miles Sanders, I think those, and uh, Josh Allen, I think those those four carry him to the to the win. He also could get a good game from uh, Chris Godwin. You never know, but I think I think that's enough. Wayne Gallman on the other side in this in the flex spot. Wayne Gallman starting this week. I don't think Freeman's playing. But even still. Even still, bad, man. 14, 12, 13 Wayne, last three weeks. Wayne Goldman. Yeah. No way. Sure. Goldman's a player now. I'm I'm actually going to pick Sam's soccer team only because we're picking near the halftime and Hines has 13 points. At the beginning yeah. of the game, I would not have said that, but he's got 13 points and Cup's going against Seattle, which means Goff is going against Seattle and Mike Williams is going against Miami. I like that. I like all those things. And he's got Dalvin Cook Monday night as a kicker. Well, that's why he's been surprising people. Yeah. That's what you're saying. I I, I appreciate that pick, Wes, because that's something I would do. Take the guy that's projected to lose by 100. I'm going Dale. Yeah. I'm going Dale. I think Dale's team is better. I make picks like what Wes just did all the time. You think that's that crazy of a pick? I do. All right. I mean, Heinz... Is having a good game, and he's he's still, ha- he already has a better game than Fournette's gonna have, and it's halftime. He's still projected to lose by seventeen. I'm just saying. Yeah, he's already Fair. seven over his projection, and he's got the second half to go. Fair. Naheem Hines alone I, can close that gap. I told you I love the pick. Thank you. I love the pick. <laughs> All right, um, CZFC and My Wide Tornadoes, uh, CZ. Caleb is four and five in sixth place, projected at ninety-eight. Mile wide is three and six in ninth place, projected at one oh four. Ugh. Three of the four running backs, am I right? Singletary, Burkhead, and Murray. <laughs> I don't like any of those, do you? Well, it's just interesting. I'm about to pick a guy that's playing two running backs from the same team. <laughs> yeah, same. Let me check. let me look. Yeah, 
I'm taking my wide tornadoes. If I'm not mistaken, he doesn't really have another option for Latimer. No, he doesn't. That's why he traded for Gaskin. Gives him a second running back. Mm. For that consolation. Mm. Yeah. No, give me my wide tornadoes he's, getting to four and six. Also, he, yeah, he's not far out of playoff Yeah, that's spot. true. Give me my wide. Yeah, but, wide but, but the Super League is making the playoffs isn't enough. Sure. You just have to win one. Yep. Though. Yep. Um... I am gonna take mile wide as well. As am I. Running back. He's got Kamara. He wins. Yeah. Also Herbert and Hopkins. Yeah. Yeah. Mile wide tornadoes. Although I will say, I think Rex Burkhead, if uh, Damian Harris is out, Rex Burkhead could have a good week. Not against Baltimore. He can't. Well, he's a receiving back too, so he could get receptions. Now with James White, James White playing, he can't. He. Touche. No matter what you say, I was just going to say what <laughs> Um, Yeah, so anyway. Next, also he has Mike Evans on his bench. Who did? Uh, Caleb. Huh. But that's neither here nor there. All right, and to a legit, to a quit versus Real Jay-Z. Tua is 4-5 and five in 8th place and projected at 98. Real is 3-6 and six in 11th place, projected at 91. This is an interesting matchup to me. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> I think both teams go under their projections. In that case, give me Tua. I like him winning a muddy one here. Yeah, I am going to take Tua as well. I am not going to take Tua. I'm going to go Real for these reasons. Thielen doesn't go over three points. Over three? Three. And if Mixon is out, he does have Giovanni Bernard, but Robert Woods is going to go up against Seattle. Mm-hmm. So he's going over his projection. Let's go Real Jay-Z. That's all I have to say about it. Mark it down. All right. And last game here. True Nomo is 8-1 and one in first place. <clears throat> Can we rewind? Is it possible to rewind? Yeah. Rewind again. There was a midget on the field. <laughs> I'm sorry, but there was a midget on the field. Can you say midget? How there was back? a little person just after this play, maybe. Just, just one. It only needed like one second of rewind. Okay. The Titans, I think, and this is great. I love it. Like, I love that they employ this person. But just hang on a second. Here is. There's a is he a defensive middle. lineman? No, he's uh he's running <laughs> on the field right now. He's, he's probably watch uh, this. I, I don't. I, I I'm sorry. This is probably very rude and, and whatever. But um, how far back a, did I go? Uh, maybe I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, there's no commercial. Well, let's go ahead and let's keep going. Do yeah. the pick. Yep, keep going. Yep. Uh, Truno Mo is eight and one in first place, projected at ninety. Uh, oh, Matt's, okay. Oh yeah, he's. I was fully expecting just a oh, really a short person. football player. <laughs> no, 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 really, no. Really? an actual not an actual midget football player, no, but like a five-five guy. No, he's a there. he's a trainer. He's a water boy. Yeah. Um. 
right. So there was. On yep. the NFL field. Yep. That is damn. true. <laughs> um, Matt's crazy team is 2-7 and seven in 12th place. He's in last place. Projected to win this week, 93 points. Fascinating. Truly fascinating. It's fascinating because, for multiple reasons, True No Mo is projected at 90, and he is 8-1 and one in first place. The only person that is on a buy is Kelsey. Yeah. Am I seeing this right? You're seeing it right. That all being said, I am still going to take true no mo, I think. I agree with that pick. Mostly because his running backs, though they aren't great, flashy plays, their projections are low. They can go over those easily. Swift is really efficient, and Moss gets touchdowns. He just gets them. And so, one touchdown, and he's over his projection. So, I I agree. I'd love to see Trunomo's points against. Has to be low. Let's go ahead and look at it. That's something we can I'm taking Trunomo. Yeah. 792 which would make it the lowest or second lowest in the league. Most of them are in the 900s. So a healthy low. For comparison purposes, I'm well over 1000 <laughs> points against. And he's got Which seven. is a lot though. But he's also scored over 1000. So of, he is scoring points. One of though. two correct. No, 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 no. He yeah, earned yeah. it. No, he's earned that. Yeah. But also probably should have had it's another loss his, or two. Yeah, I'm surprised to see his running back. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I just He's got Eckler, so his playoff run will be good. That's good, yep. Smart guys go get Eckler now. (laughs) So did we sweep with True? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. We did did have some differences there, didn't we? We did. I picked two different. I don't think. Me, 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 Jake might not have. No. He stayed the same. Yep. All right. Well, you know what time it is. It's time for a beer review. Clink, clink, clink. All right, Andrew. Well, you brought the brewskis Mm. this evening. Yeah, this is from Gilgamesh Brewing in Salem, Oregon. So a lot of people have never had this beer. As a matter of fact, none of our listeners have had this beer. Yep. I'd say that confidently. I know I have it. This is called Doug Ferocious, and it's a double IPA. Darker than the other IPAs we've had by by a, a long shot. Significant margin. Yeah, That's dark. very dark beer. Yep. You can, you can, you can you see can your see fingers. You can see shadow. Yep, shadow, yep. Yep. But nothing, nothing crazy. Good though, very good. So I just got this in the mail today. As one gets their beer, that's normal. In right? the mail, yep. In Comes the, cold in the, in the times of COVID. Yep. So I'm on a, I got a craft beer uh, club. I'm in the, I'm a member of the original craft beer club, and they send me uh, twelve beers, three each from four microbreweries, um, across the across America every three months. Brought it. Got it today in the mail. Brought it. Curious to get you guys' thoughts. I'm loving it so far. Big fan. I almost finished it, which is Same. not normal. Normally, it takes me the full pod. Yeah. You, you know what would go really good with this beer? This Doug Ferocious from Gilgamesh? Please do tell. Pork tacos. Ooh. Oh. I'd go I for think some pork right. tacos I'd right go now. great with this beer. Mm-hmm. A nice <laughs> slaw on that. Yep. Awesome slaw, yeah. Mm. Yeah, overall, 
great beer. I think the drinkability is decent. Yeah. I wouldn't want to pound four no, of no, no, these. No, it's 8.7. I, I could drink two. Yep. Is it two? I could drink two of these. 8.7. Um, let me read you a little bit about this. Tell me. Okay, this is a bold, resinous double IPA, not for the faint of heart. So Brady probably wouldn't drink it. The Doug Ferocious is a tasty and robust beer that's full of hop flavor and exceptionally well-balanced with a solid malt backbone. This is a backwoodsy, distinctive beer with nice notes of grain, pine, and spice and a refreshing, lingering finish. Yeah, I think that's about that's about right. Yeah. I think you can get strong. I know you can always taste the hops, but I feel like they are... St- they're strong. You can just like. Yeah. I feel like if I had them and I was smelling them, this is what I'd be tasting. Yes. Um, I'm gonna score it at a seven, eight. Mm. Yeah. This reminds me of the homebrew I did, the first one, except mm. for done professionally. Okay. Yeah. And I like that beer too. Like it has a very similar like flavor profile and color. Mine was a little murkier because of filtration, but I would say this is a seven 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 seven. All right, I'll I'll score it. I think what's great is the uh, in the description the backwoodsy. I think it is backwoodsy. Yep. Because that, that, those hops hit you, and they, they stay. Um, I, I think it's a good good IPA, double IPA. I, I'm going to give it a, I'm, I'll go eight flat. And that's a rookie score, but I'm going to go eight flat. All right. I like it. And that brings us to our hot takes and our cool yo jets. I will start. Uh, we'll start with the hot takes. My hot take is Alan <laughs> Alan Robin, there's a lot of pointing going on just now. For who's going next? Who's going next? Yeah. <laughs> you, me, me, you. We um, plan this thing out real sophisticated. Yes, we do. Uh, I'm gonna take Alan Robinson of the Chicago Bears. I think he's gonna put up over 20 this week, going up against Minnesota, giving up a many points to uh, wide receivers. So got a beat up secondary. Uh, they. Uh, stink offensively, and really there's no reason. We, we've been saying this for almost the whole season. Yeah. There's no reason not to throw it to Allen Robinson every single play. Uh, 16 targets this week. He needs at least that, or I'm oh, well, I'm already questioning the Bears' offensive play calling. But even more so, we'll yeah. question. If he doesn't get it, then you're starting Twitter campaign to fire Nagy. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've been kind of... Def- defending Nagy in that he doesn't have a quarterback, so anyone's going to make some crazy play calls when you have a quarterback that can't yep. do anything. Yep. But I, I mean, Foles, is, he's only won a Super Bowl. <laughs> but he won a Super Bowl. I mean, as the MVP. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, isn't that mind-blowing, though? Like, he has not looked good this year. Foles. <sighs> I mean, gosh, give the guy some good play calls and see what happens. Well, fair. <laughs> All right, so my hot take is going to be Baltimore's defense. They're averaging 12 points a game, and they're going up against New England, and New England is not looking great. Cam 
he's able to score some touchdowns, but he's not moving the same. He's not throwing the same. His receiving core is not great. And Baltimore can shut people down. And so they are going to hit 20 points this week. They're scoring a touchdown, and they're getting multiple sacks, fumble, recovery, multiple picks. They've scored four touchdowns already. They're going to do it again this week. 20 points, Baltimore defense. That's pretty hot, Wes. I don't know if I can follow that. So I'm just going to go with someone that is playing in a very favorable matchup. I'm going to take Antonio Gibson of Washington football team as a hot take. Detroit's the worst team against the run. And Alex Smith, the quarterback, he came in and threw the ball like over 30 times uh, last week. But I think this week they they, they know that uh, Detroit can't stop the run. And they're going to give the ball a lot to Antonio Gibson. Snaking it back around. I'm going to cool my jets. And I flipped my cool your jet, Jake. You might want to tune in for this one. Uh-oh. I switched it. Uh-oh. I'm cooling Colonel Mostert. Oh! I'm cooling Jake's oh, team. I'm doubling just. down on my... Oh, I didn't not so fast, my friend. It, But I wish I would have. And I'm cooling them. I'm doubling down and taking Crump as Liga. And just cooling Jake's team this week. Oh, With two... Man. I mean, Tyreek Hill and Julio Jones on a bye. Just, might you as well. took a Carson's questionable. And Mixon's just... questionable. I think you're throwing. Put I think you're right, throwing this week. I know what's going on. Put I'm doubling right between down. The shoulder blades. I think you're throwing this I'm week. I'm trying to win the league. I've never this week. heard a better cool your jet. <laughs> Love it. Dagger. That uh, hurts. All right, my cool yo jet. <laughs> yeah, sure you are. My cool yo jet is Will Fuller. He's been great this year. Just is always going to get you 14 points. And this week it's not going to happen playing in Cleveland. It's going to be cold. It's going to be windy. They say like 25 mile per hour winds. That's an open stadium. As their deep threat, it's not going to happen. They're going to have to rely on shorter passes and the run game. And so who's going to hurt the most? That's Fuller. Under his projection. Single digits, we'll say. You ready for this one? Uh Uh-oh. I am. My cool is none other than Alvin Kamara. Whoa, that is cold. It is cold. They're going up against San Francisco, who's giving up the fewest points to running backs this year. And by cool, I'm not saying that he's going to go for five points. I think he's going to be right around the 10-point mark, um, which is not what you want from Alvin Kamara, but I think think that's what he's going to get you this week. So, my cool is Super Camario. All right. All right, we did do a power ranking, top five, both leagues combined. Um, We'll start with number five. My how the tables have turned. (laughs) Coming at number five in our consensus power rankings is Colonel Mostert. (laughs) I just cooled his team. (laughs) But I'm going to talk about him for a second and why they're the fifth best team between both leagues because when you put that receiving trio on the field when they're not on buys this week like they are you get Tyree Kill Julio Jones Tyler Lockett who those guys can single-handedly win a week and when they all three are clicking on full cylinders Jake is a very tough team to beat and then you might say oh who's he got at running back just Chris Carson 
just Joe Mixon. That is it's pretty good. I got Mostert waiting in the wings. And and Mostert's sitting there wondering how he's gonna get in the game. <laughs> well, I got a question. Who do you start all healthy? Two running backs. It's gonna be matchup matchup oriented. I think I'm gonna have to look, okay. at, look at the matchups. That's a good problem to have. Yeah, would I'm you also not scared. excited about the decisions. Would you ever consider a running back over one of your three receivers? Maybe. In the flex? Lockett. It's got to be a tough. Lockett would be the only one I would consider. Lockett can win me a week, but he's putting up a lot of stinkers. So Lockett ahead of Julio for you? You mean Julio? Julio ahead of Lockett. I'm sorry, Julio ahead of Lockett, yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Man, that's, I mean, those three receivers you can more than count on, three running backs that are going to be there for you, number five. Number four, we have Jones United. Brady doesn't listen to the podcast, so I'm going to keep this brief. Very because brief. I'll just list his players. Julio, Tyreek, uh, those are two very good wide receivers, as I know. He also has Aaron Jones, one of the best running backs in the league. Uh, Lamar Jackson obviously hasn't had a great year, but he has uh, MVP potential as we've seen last year. And then he's got Chase Claypool, who's had a couple... Uh, well, he's actually had... The last two weeks haven't been bad at all. 10 and 11. Uh, but he's a playmaker. He could also win him a week. And then Ronald Jones. Um, last couple weeks have been duds. But overall this year, he's been uh, outperforming what anyone thought of his team. So, uh, so far, he is uh, putting up decent points. Uh, but his team, I think, has great potential to be... Very, very good. All right. In spot number three, another Super League team. And current first place in the Super League at 8-1, and one, True No Mo. His team doesn't look great in all its spots. However, total points over 1,000, 8-1. and one. You got to give it to him. He's easily in the power rankings. Uh, QB, Russell Wilson, receivers of Lockett and McLaurin, obviously great. And Boyd. Boyd's been great all year. Uh, His tight end, Travis Kelsey, obviously great. So his running backs is where it's a little bit iffy. Swift and Moss, they've been coming through recently, efficient, getting touchdowns. Um, But in that playoff push, he has Eckler and IR. If and when he comes back, that will be the push he needs to make it into Champions League and potentially win the league outright. True no mo. At number two, we have Mike, 19-point Davis, uh, scoring. He's currently in first place in the Champions League at 7-2. and two. He's averaging 117 points per week. He is uh, has... Two top two running backs, arguably in the league, and Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey will be healthy at some, some point. point. He came back. He's played three weeks this year. Put up twenty seven, twenty two, and thirty two. Not bad. Pretty good. Not bad at all. Uh, and then Alvin Kamara obviously is is very good. Um, he's got Travis Kelsey just traded for him. Number one wide receiver, <laughs> wide receiver, tight end. By a significant margin. Um, and then he's got Joe Burrow, who is... 
is putting up some big numbers. He's had some duds. He's got a decent remaining schedule. Tough matchup against Pittsburgh this week, but then he goes Washington, uh, the Giants, Miami, Dallas. It's a solid run to get him into the playoffs or to run into the playoffs. He's obviously already pretty much there. Um, and then Tyler Boyd, surprisingly good year so far uh, this year. Last, he's just solid. He's a he's a solid wide receiver. He's going to get you the points that you need. Uh, so for those reasons, we have Mike nineteen point Davis at number two currently. And in that number one spot, I'm I'm proud of this. I'm finally getting to say he's at number one. I've been preaching his team since week one. Puck City has finally reached that number one spot. His team is great. Deshaun Watson has been great the last several weeks since the 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 coaching change. And the reason he got bumped ahead of Mike 19 point Davis is depth. And even in his starters, in his starters, Mike 19 point Davis doesn't have all great starters. He does. Watson, AJ Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster, James Robinson, Kareem Hunt, Darren Waller, Robbie Anderson, and he has Christian McCaffrey on his bench waiting for a good, healthy week. He is going to be scary the next four weeks and in playoffs. He's my personal pick to win the Super League, and he is a lock to come up. He's already got seven wins, and that's the threshold, usually. So, Puck City, you did it. Number one in the power rankings. All right. That brings us to everyone's favorite segment, the Degenerate Minute. We gave you a winner last week. We said Texans, Jaguars, over 50 and a half. That was a win. Count your money. This week, we're going to give you – I'm going to give you two. All right. Love it. First one I'm going to give you is Philadelphia Eagles – Minus three against the New York Football Giants. I think the Eagles and they're behind. They're they're moving forward. They're moving forward. I think the Giants are kind of stuck where they're at. And I look for the Eagles defense to really lock down against the Giants this week. And Carson Wentz to find Travis Fulgham and them not not having a hard time scoring um, when in covering the three point spread there. Philadelphia Eagles. The second one I'm going to give you is the Buffalo Bills. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> Plus two and a half. They're the, they're the underdogs on the road against the Arizona Cardinals. And I like that because the Bills looked really good against what I think is the top team. I'm still going to say it. They're the top team in the NFC, the Seattle Seahawks last week. Um, beat them convincingly. I think they take that, that defense travels, they say. And... Uh, I don't think they shut down the Cardinals, but I think they win that football game by more than two and a half points. Love it. Great picks. Put your money there and see what happens. Put your money where your mouth is, they say. That's what they say. Yep, I'm betting both those games this week. All right. Well, that's all we got for this week. We'll see you next week. Stay safe.